0: gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Luncheon with Lisa. Um, And we are ending this month, the month of September, honoring uh, Alzheimer's Awareness. Um, Because this is Alzheimer's Awareness Month And we have a special guest Who's been with us before But every September It's going to be all about alzheimer's it's all about alzheimer's anyway but i wanted to reintroduce you to precious love um and the ceo behind um precious love but before we get started with that and um reintroduce our guests i wanted to share a few things that are going on with me um this month so um october 1st and we're going to run the trailer after we introduce our guests but i am part of a um I was casting a movie called The Old School Rollers, for you all who don't know. Um, a lot of people do know. Um, and they are doing another viewing of the movie. It is free. And we were encouraging everybody to come out to the City of Praise Family Ministries, 8501 Jericho City Drive, Landover, Maryland, 20785. If you come out there, the doors open at 6 o'clock. Everything starts at 7. Um, but I'm excited to come out there and have you all come out and view the movie, the film to me is wonderful maybe I'm being biased but I think it's an awesome movie Outreach productions did an amazing job shooting future stars was part of that process, too Um, so i'm excited about it. I played a host in the movie Um, we're gonna play a trailer see if you can spot me in the trailer, but i'm excited about it I think you'll love it. It's a family friendly, um film For all to enjoy and skating is one of my loves my things to do our family things. So, please check it out. Um, I want to remind you all that on October 2nd, which is this Saturday, I'm going to be a speaker at the Power Brunch for Media and Publishers, Grow As We Go. Um, Michelle Bolden-Hammond is the visionary behind this event. And Antoinette Blake is going to be the keynote speaker. And also Linda Mallory is joining us as a speaker. And we're going to you know, put some information in your ear about how media and publishing kind of go hand in hand. I think it'll be an awesome event and plus some good food. Um, So please get your tickets and come on out and join us. It's not too late, but it's on Saturday um, and it's at 801 9th Street. and was this um, Northwest Suite A, Washington, D.C. at the Cuba Labrie, uh restaurant and rum bar. So please come out and join us. It's going to be a wonderful event. And last but certainly not least, I am actually going to be... Um, hosting a book launch for Walking in Excellence Virtual Celebration is the Woman of Virtue. Dr. Tashika Green is a visionary for this wonderful weekend that's happening from October 21st to the 23rd. So on the 21st, Luncheon with Lisa is actually going to host the book launch. So we're excited about that. And you can actually um, attend for the whole weekend. So we need you to go out there to um, the email address. And I believe the email is on this flyer showing www.2eseasons.com and register now. But it's a full weekend, Friday, Saturday. Friday's the book launch on Luncheon with Lisa on that Thursday, Friday. And then I'm excited to be honored. Um, For that event, you can also be a vendor and a sponsor. So please, you know, check that out and tune in. So that's all of the what I am doing. And now I want to kind of introduce you to our guest who, like I said, has been here before. But it's that time of year to just acknowledge um, Alzheimer's and, you know, learn something new. So even if you didn't learn something the last time she was here, or you missed her we're about to catch you up. So I want to introduce you to Sabrina Dixon, who's a 31-year-old wife and mother of three beautiful boys. She was born and raised in Washington, D.C., and in 2008, she graduated with a 4.0 from Dunbar Senior High School. And in February of 2015, she lost her grandmother, Mrs. Yvonne Thorne, to Alzheimer's disease. Through her grief, she founded Precious Love in February of 2016. It is her passion and fight that a cure be found from this horrible disease. While there is no current cure for Alzheimer's, Precious Love is dedicated to honoring caregivers, supporting those who suffer from the disease and educating others. Sabrina, along with her brother, Andrew Redfield, recently founded Precious Love, the brand. It's a clothing line dedicated to raising awareness to Alzheimer's through fashion, Now, Sabrina devotes her time between spending time with her husband and children, helping those around her and supporting those with Alzheimer's and their caregivers. Precious Love's motto is people forget a lot of things, but they never forget love. Her personal motto is trust God even when you can't trace him. And we're going to give you more information about where you can find more about Precious Love and put the website up um, for you. But welcome, Sabrina, to lunch Mm -hmm. again. Thank you. Absolutely. So we're excited. We talked a little bit about the reason why this touches me. And I always invite Sabrina back Um, and we will continue to if she's available to come back and talk about this is because I lost my grandmother to Alzheimer's as well. Um, so I can relate to a lot of the things I learned along the way, cause it wasn't something that was familiar to me. We have some good times. We had some, you know, rough times. Um, I understand about the caregivers because my mom was the caregiver for her, which means I kicked in and became, you know, kind of a caregiver to make sure she was good. Um, and I like when we you were on here last time and talked about all the things that sometimes people don't know about this disease. They don't even know that that's what's happening. Um, so I wanted you to share with us a little bit first of all we're gonna welcome Thank You Maria for joining us please share and have people tune in because I think this is an important issue that I think a lot of people kind of shy away from because they're thinking oh I haven't dealt with that but they probably have just didn't know what was going on so tell us a little bit about how precious love began um
1: so precious love is a saying that my grandmother used to say to all of her grandkids and any child around her. Um even before she developed Alzheimer's that was she would be like you are such a precious love that's what she called all kids. Um what made me name it precious love was because when she did develop Alzheimer's she had stopped talking. She wasn't responding to anybody. Um I had took my son he was a infant, maybe six months, I had took him to see her at the nursing home, and he was trying to get to her, and I kept saying, No, you can't go over this, stay right here so um, my mom was like, Well, let him try like, is he keep trying to go over it, and I laid him on her, and she was like, He is such a precious love, oh, and that was the first time she had spoken, maybe like two years. Wow! Um, she didn't say anything after that. <laughs> that was just all she said. Sweet, that was, um, that was for you. <laughs> yeah, it was for me. And I just feel like, like I said with the motto, like you forget a lot of things, but you don't forget love. So I'm not saying she didn't love us, but I know her love for children.
0: Absolutely. love. Absolutely. That was a huge message. Um, So what we want to do is I have some topics of discussion um, regarding Precious Love and Precious Love, the brand. Um, We're going to highlight some of your um, I have one of your pieces over here um and i i told everybody and i know y'all probably didn't listen to me but i told you to wear your purple um so i am rocking my purple for alzheimer's for sabrina being here um so yeah so i'm hoping y'all you know later on y'all can tag us on the luncheon with lisa page with your purple on but i told y'all to wear y'all purple y'all don't be listening to me i wasn't playing so before we get started with uh, uh more about precious love let's take a commercial break and um view the um trailer for the movie please disregard the ending of the movie because it, it's talking about the very first review as far as the dates i gave you all the information on october 1st but check it out and see what you think testing testing one two three in the place to be Hit it. oh man who you calling old man you guys don't even know You're talking to a legend here and y'all trying to get the crew back together after all this time to battle some disrespectful youngin? and who cares about that? Eric, why don't you mind your own business? This ain't got nothing to do with you. Uh, stop what you're doin' cause you're about to ruin ha. the image and the style that I'm used to. Man, you a loser. Call me. Wait a minute. When I first talked to him about his dreams mm-hmm, and escaping, I was not referring to him battling a no bunch of kids. Oh yeah. It's on, on now. Put your left hand up, put your left leg up. Put your right hand up, put your right leg up. Put your left Old School rollers coming Saturday, August 28th at 12 noon and 3 p.m. at Washington, D.C.'s The Arc. Tickets now on sale at Eventbrite.com. my game. Welcome back. So check it out, October first. You can actually go on Eventbrite and register um, to to see the viewing um, at Jericho, um, and it's free. So you just need to register so they can keep track of who's in, you know, in the building. But we're excited about it and hope to see you there on uh, Friday tomorrow so don't forget we'll remind you again before we leave here tonight but we wanted to get with sabrina and talk a little bit about um what made you i know with you um your grandmother having dealt with her alzheimer's and we want to talk about like what were some of the signs because we want to um find out what your ultimate motivation was to actually start this this business behind it but what 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 made you decide that I want to take this further than just someone who experienced it in their family because now you want to help other people?
1: Um, I My main thing for starting the... Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. You're fine. My, I don't know where I, I exited out somewhere. Because
0: <laughs> we can still hear you and I can see you. I can't. Hold
1: on. Sorry, y'all.
0: Let me see. So while Sabrina's fixing her phone, she's going to be right back. But um, Sabrina has her grandmother went through Alzheimer's. Like I said, mine did as well. And, you know, I was this was all new to me. Um, so, oh, you're fine. Um, so Sabrina actually experienced some of the things that that I did. But she actually took this to another level and started to want to help other people who might not know what to do in these situations. So tell us a little bit about that, Sabrina.
1: Um, the, My main reason for wanting to start it was because although I had went through it with my grandmother, I don't think I realized the seriousness of it until she passed away. Like, of course, when she was here, I knew she had lost her memory. Mm-hmm. I knew that, you know, but like they most people think this is an old person's disease and that it just comes with getting old. Um, but that's not the case because when my grandmother passed away um my had was act- well she was passing away and I asked them like well why how- what happened I just went and saw her she was fine and they said well um the last stage of the disease is death um I don't right. think people know that that's that, well I didn't even know there were stages right um, and I definitely mean, didn't know that the last stage Right. I'm oh, sorry. They my kids keep calling. <laughs> um,
0: it's live. Um,
1: yeah, I'm sorry.
0: Oh no, you're fine. <laughs> um,
1: I didn't know that the last stage was death, and um, I think that it it hurt me the most that I just felt like. I kind of felt cheated or I kind of felt like it was sudden. Okay. And so, um, a part of my grief was just feeling like I didn't get the closure, like that I needed because I didn't know that it was going to happen. Um, and so, through that time, I just feel like I need to help other people know that this is like, this is real. And I had just started researching myself. And I am like, no, other people need to know that this is happening. And then through my research, and I found out like, no, you don't even have to be old. Um, They wow. had a guy in his 30s. That's what really honestly made me like, no, people need to know, like, it was a guy in his 30s, who just basically started to loses motivation going to work. He's like, wanted to do stuff. He was a police officer, but he started wanting to work at Chick fil A. It was like, just losing his motivation is how it started. Okay, um, and then to find out, he was basically um had the disease. Okay, um, okay. so I just, I just wanted to. That was the first part of it was that I really wanted to like educate people, but then when I saw the toll it took on my aunt when she, um. When she, um, she just keep calling, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. he, he, he doesn't want anything. That's why I'm not answering. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the toll it took on her and how people really didn't support her in taking care of my grandmother. And I just felt like like they need that support. Like, it's times, you know how, like, my grandmother would fight her and didn't know who she was. And she had to, like, leave her job many times. And I just felt like they needed support. So I wanted to do the opposite side of it. I wanted people to feel supported okay, while they were going through this with their loved one. Because most caregivers are loved ones. They're not somebody you just come in and hire. These are people who have lived with them and their life just takes a turn right with the person who is going through it.
0: Absolutely cuz I mean and I like the fact that you said um because the reality is that people don't realize that once that starts to happen um time is limited mm-hmm. and you don't have the rest of the time to figure it out to know. I know with my grandmother um we didn't actually know Um, the signs early on. There were signs, I think, you know, I think I shared before, but there had been times when she was, you know, driving, doing her thing. She was Mm kind of like a young grandmother, but at the same time, she was in car accidents and wouldn't tell us. Mm -hmm. So She was aware that there was something going on, but she didn't want anybody else to know, because I think at that point, it was like, they're going to start taking things away from me. Mm -hmm. They're going to let me drive. And they get real ornery about Their stuff. This is mine. Don't take mm-hmm. my purse. Don't take my space. And she, but there were moments where we had events. Um, I think my sister had graduated from law school or or college or something. And she had moments where she just kind of sat and gazed, and it was really kind of unlike her. She mm-hmm. wasn't really talking. Um, she would smile at you, but that's when we started to say something else is going on right. here. Right. Yep.
1: Um so one thing um a lot of people don't know and you can look it up um a lot of the things the first thing she started doing was passing out um okay. she would be just at the mall or on a walk and she would pass out um and that's when they took her to the doctor to kind of see like what was going on. she had other her brother passed away from Alzheimer's like it ran through her siblings okay. um, but I don't I still don't think she ever like connected it with herself. Okay, um, so she went to the doctor and then they did the MRI, and they told her she had early stages um, of okay.
0: yeah, I th- and I think that the, you know, I think what even with my grandmother, I think they told her she was having early stages, but I think she was mm-hmm. kind of in denial, like, well, no, because i'm I'm fine and she's mm-hmm. moving around and doing things, but then we started to notice that she got um she was a little more clumsy. Um, Mm -hmm. she, you know, she would fall a lot and, um, just started to get really sassy. Um, almost opposite. And what I noticed from that and hearing other people's stories, they almost went opposite of what their personality was. So if they were quiet, they got, Mm -hmm. they got really different. (laughs) Yeah. And vice versa, it was just like a different person. Um, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's kind of funny with Alzheimer's because oh. it seems like they're aware of something because mm-hmm. she knew enough to pretend that she knew who she was right. talking to at the time. Mm-hmm. So she was like, I don't want you to know that I don't know who I'm talking to, right? Um, but right. We do have funny stories, too. So, I mean, yeah. really funny.
1: Um. <laughs> yeah, they are funny Like um, for my grandmother She was definitely like Like you said, the opposite of who she was She was like a fireball Like what hurts your feelings Yes um, Really <laughs> bad But she wasn't like that before um, right. I'd say I shared before Um, Another one of my motivations And that I share with my caregivers Is like to ne- like just remember who they were before Because I used to go visit my grandmother Every week at the nursing home And one day she cursed me out so bad. (laughs) like, And never curse, I promise you, never cursed me out before or after the disease. So when she cursed me out that day, I was like, I'm done. I'm not (laughs) going to see her no more because... (laughs) <laughs> she going to embarrass me like that. <laughs> so,
0: yes, yes, when they I will. Got called, will bless.
1: Like, like, you know what? Like, she was still, you know, she would still come and see me if it was me. So let me just get out my feelings. But I, she definitely cursed me out. And she was definitely wrong. All I was trying <laughs> to help her. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, and and those are the things I remember. I remember my grandmother would kind of snap at me for things, mm-hmm. and and I was like, I didn't do anything. but well, Why is she so snappy? It was just she was really sassy mm-hmm. and smart. And my grandmother was never like that. She she was quiet and and really understanding. But once this kicked in, right. um, but, but she still did things that she always did. I know mm-hmm. my grandmother had this um, when she would hold a mug. She always had her little mm-hmm. key out. And she would shake the ice in the mug, so she would still do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would tease a little bit and say, "Gaga, why are you, you know, why are you shaking that mug? There's nothing in it?" And she would just look at you like, "Why are you talking to me?" Right, leave me would- yeah. alone. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "Okay, okay, yeah. you couldn't tell them what to do. They didn't want to listen to nobody." No,
1: that's yeah. that's the thing. When I was at the nursing home that day, and she was taking her pudding. And she was spooning it out, but she was spooning it onto the tray. And I was like, you know, that's not how you eat pudding, right? And I said it just like, like so nice. And she was like, I know what I'm doing you. She just went (laughs) off, like calling me names and everything. And then the people that were sitting at the table was looking like, why would you even ask her that?
0: (laughs) So, well, I don't know. I'm learning this thing, but yeah. Um, no, just, yeah. yeah and I like the <laughs> fact that with your with precious love, you actually tell us a little bit about the things that you do to help caregivers. Um, you know that are in this situation because you all do some wonderful things for people.
1: Yeah. So really, like as far as like supporting them throughout it, um, I just make sure I identify with them and let them know that they're not alone. Um, and give them advice because they still have questions. They're still learning day by day. Um, it's it's an experience you have to go through, like, to actually walk through it. I can tell you all day, like, oh, yeah, she going to forget. She going to say, but it's something that you have to experience. But at least you'll know, like, no, I'm not alone. It's okay to get mad at them. It's okay to get frustrated with the person who has the disease, like, don't feel bad that you're not having a good day don't feel bad that this is a day that you're like no she not gonna talk to me like that because you're (laughs) a human too
0: right (laughs) so what was what were some of the things that you learned about alzheimer's that you think a lot of people don't know
1: i think um what i learned really was were the stages Um, I don't think people realize that there there are stages to it. You don't just up in one day say like, "Okay, she lost her memory. There are stages even before you realize she lost her memory. Um, There's seven stages. And of course, the last one is the end of life. Mm -hmm. Um, But the first ones are just like mild. And then they become moderate and then they become severe. And then like moderate is when they start to take away their driver's license, when they start to like, you know, no, this is they give them medication. Um, before that, it's just kind of like early. So it's right. just like something we will forget. Um, but right. then when it starts to get moderate, that's when they. Um, And then another thing I would say would be that it is it's the sixth leading cause of death. Um, In the United States. Yes. And so that's another reason why I advocate, because it's a leading cause of death and there's no cure to it. People don't even talk about it like people have all of these races. Alzheimer's have walks as well, but you don't see it promoted. Um, you don't see people talking about it. That's why anytime I see somebody, I saw a girl on Instagram the other day singing. I'm like, yes, look at your shirt. She like what? But she had a walk to end Alzheimer's shirt on. But she didn't even realize she had the shirt on because it's not so about. I guess somebody must have gave her the shirt. Yes, <laughs> that's even my true. son. So I, I'm loving that. Even though we haven't started talking about the clothing branding yet, I'm loving that. Is is exactly what I wanted to be because my son wears the hoodie to school, and he's okay. in seventh grade. And so people are like, "That's a nice hoodie. Where you get that from?" So my son is like my mother, and they like, oh,
0: you "No know boy,
1: right?" Yeah, he's <laughs> like my mother, and they like, "Well, what is it for?" And, and he's like, "Oh, I got the armband on too." So they like, "Oh, what is it?" So he's showing them. So that that's what I wanted. I wanted the conversation to start with younger people because young people don't talk about it.
0: That's true. So tell us so let's walk into the the um Precious Love the brand and tell us about because you extended it past just helping caregivers and right. you actually have a clothing line. So tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about that.
1: So the clothing line is strictly to raise awareness like people don't want to talk about it. People don't want to bring up the fact that they're losing their memory. So it's a conversation starter. Mhm. <laughs> So I wanted to make it fashionable so people I'm like like, that's what they're doing. Oh, that's nice. What do you have on? Mm-hmm. My son loves to wear the, wear the clothes now because people keep on asking about it. <laughs> um, so it's it's still getting the conversation started, even if it is with one of his, his administrators. It's him right. saying like, oh, it's a disease Um, about you know people losing their memory and then if she wants to go further like, oh, well, let me let me have her information and that's really all i wanted i don't really necessarily want the money from it or anything i know that people i basically use the model awareness through fashion okay. because i don't really need the money from it i barely even charge a lot of money for the clothes because it my main goal was to just like like my shirt it's just a big precious love <laughs> Yeah. So people like, what is that like? Oh, okay, like I'm not just gonna say like, oh, it's my clothing line. I'm gonna say, oh, it's for Alzheimer's awareness. Like, right, it's to get
0: people talking about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Right. And and actually, you have some great. So tell us a little bit about what you have on with your clothing line because we're gonna share a little bit later. Um, something that I have because I love I love my hoodie. <laughs> um, but tell us a little bit about what you have in the line.
1: Um, so we had we have had. We have sweatsuits, we have hoodies, we have shirts, we have kids. We just started kids' clothes, but we have kids clothes. We have um like anything I can put something
0: on. I know
1: that's right. we gonna put it on there. And so like again, like my three-year-old just started their kid. He went to school. Everybody's like, I love his sweatsuit. What is it? So it it don't whoever can put it on, whoever can walk around with the big purple heart on their chest, that's what we don't.
0: Absolutely, um, and I and I love that because I mean I think that's you went the right way with that because that's why people love t-shirts and and hoodies and things like that because you don't necessarily have to say much for people to say oh oh hey what does that mean or what right. is that um and I like the idea that you said something about getting young people involved yeah. um and since they're so into fashion that's a perfect way to get him to even explain it because. I mean, had it not been for the way you flushed this out, he wouldn't know right. what was going on or what happened to his great grandmother or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now he's aware. So he might pick right. that up and run with it later on. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love it. So tell us a little bit about advice. Um, You gave us a few tips, but some advice that you would give people who are struggling with either having the loved one who has Alzheimer's being the caregiver, or I would even go as far as to say um, advice for people. Cause I know in my situation, when we re- realized that that was what was going on, um, mm-hmm. we actually decided to move in to get I, mm-hmm. I, I moved out of my apartment. And we moved into like a five bedroom because mm-hmm. what I did when I did my research, what I did find out um, or learn was that a lot of times the caregiver becomes Mm -hmm. ill too because Mm -hmm. they spent so much time caring for the Alzheimer's patient that they don't take care of themselves. So my mindset was, so I need to be there for my mother. Right. Um, So give us some tips on, on things that people struggle with that maybe can help them.
1: Um, so I, I, like wholeheartedly agree with you that it has to be like a team effort Mm -hmm. um that's why i don't want them to feel alone that's why i want to be there like hey you're not alone even if you don't have another family member with you because you have you do have to take care of yourself you can't be anything for them if you're not well yourself. I um that's why I do my caregiver of the year. That's why I honor the caregiver of the year because I want them to know that like you are appreciated. We do see you. Like this is a work that goes unnoticed because they feel like oh that's your mother you're supposed to take care of well like Mm -hmm. not when your mother is telling you she has no idea who you are she's gonna call the police on you (laughs) she wants to fight you and so like you're human you're gonna be like um no like this lady is like trying to fight me this lady is
0: is yeah emotionally it's rough it's rough because
1: you're trying to help
0: somebody who don't want you to help them (laughs)
1: <laughs> exactly. Because my mother got cursed out plenty of times just wanting her to wash herself. Yes. Um, and so you you have to take yourself out of it and do. And and another thing, another piece of advice is to just go into their world like like I like my family members used to be like, you do know who I am. And no, she don't. Right. <laughs> like she, she don't know who you are. So you lose in a battle, you gonna get her frustrated. You're gonna get frustrated because she's gonna curse you out. <laughs> like go with them to that world. Like she, my grandmother used to always be like, "Well, I, I gotta go with my mother. I'm waiting on my mother, and I'm like, okay, she'll be here. Because what's the point in telling you her? Her mother's not coming. She, in her mind, she's coming. Exactly. And I would say just go into that world and then just release when you need to because I've read something that is so true. You lose your loved one twice. You're okay. gonna lose them when they lose their memory, and then you're gonna lose them when they are passing away. So okay. it's just like you have to stay. To me, you have to stay healthy minded too because it that's true. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't feel like I felt that way, but I'm pretty sure her kids and stuff felt that way. I didn't feel that way because I feel like I was a little bit more realistic.
0: Okay. And that's
1: not to say that some people are in denial, mm-hmm. but just think for instance, like my aunt, um, her husband is currently battling Alzheimer's. To me, yes, of course, she's lost her husband already because he was like the, the strong person, the chief of police, the chief of police twice and taking care of home and stuff. And now that is like solely her role right it's taking care of him so imagine she's already just like sitting she's grieved him already and then she's gonna have to grieve him again and so I just feel like just always just remember like you did everything you if you are doing everything you can you did that and be okay with that
0: yeah I think that's a good point because um it, it it can wear you out um just taking care of someone who's you know Right, going older is already a mm-hmm. challenge, but when you're talking, I mean, even the conversations began to be very challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't, if you don't relax a little bit and not take right. it so personal, which is hard to do. Um, right. um, I think that when we talked to my grand, we would. Uh, I think what helped us through it is that we stayed, um, kind of light and jovial about mm-hmm. it. Um, so as long as, even when she would get mean, you know, a little mean, right. be like "Mm, okay you know whatever (laughs) and it wasn't taken so lightly so she Mm -hmm. because i think what it does is it it confuses them too so if they're saying something they don't really understand what's what they're doing and then you get angry now they're confused about why is this stranger mad with me mad with me and then they're gonna get defensive yeah right
1: They're going to get defensive, too. And that's why I said for my caregiver award, I definitely highlight that. I am in the award. I make sure I put the person's name to make it realistic. Like you took care of this person. You took care of your grandmother. You are taking care of your husband. And so I include a spa package. I include flowers their favorite place to eat, somewhere that they don't take the loved one. I would okay. prefer for them not to take the loved one. Just that day where they could take the load off, refresh, okay. and then come in. And then we just include little facts and stuff. I send out stuff. Um, I want to share this, too. Okay. Because um, it's really important for anybody who... Um, has a loved one like that but it's just a card some cards that i ordered off etsy you can get them from me or etsy if you contact me it's just basically a card i have alzheimer's disease if your loved one get lost take a long walk because my husband's grandmother, I mean, grandfather takes his walks like he's used to taking his walk. He's not going to let anybody tell him that he can't take his
0: walk. Right.
1: <laughs> around the block. He's been good with it, but sometimes he's gotten lost. So basically, it just tells them like it's, it's in their wallet because most people will check an older person's wallet and it just tells them they have Alzheimer's disease. And on the back of it, it has their name and a phone number where you could reach
0: Okay. Somebody.
1: I love Um, that yeah and i have those for alzheimer's and dementia that's
0: Um, awesome i mean and that's a good that's a um you know i didn't even think about that that if they do get out there because you never know when they're Mm -hmm. gonna have an episode right so somebody can look out for them um because i see you know the postings um often Mm -hmm. where they're looking for someone who's missing that right. probably just, you know, on a whim, forgot and think about it when <laughs> when my grandmother was driving, I'm sure there were moments where she mm-hmm. didn't know where she was. Um, and mm-hmm. that has to be terrifying. Right. Um, I know I would be terrified if I drove somewhere and it then couldn't. when I got back in my car, I could not really place where right. I was, how to get home. Um, so we have to be mindful of as terrified as we are or concerned they have mm-hmm. to be that much more terrified
1: yeah and I had this one more thing
0: oh no problem
1: <laughs> so I ordered this book for my children but I think it's a good thing if you have children in your home and they're dealing with something it's a it's called why grandma keeps forgetting oh. and it's an oldheimer story and it breaks it down really good basically in Children's term. It's something like um, just think about if it was a candy. Like Grandma's mind is a giant candy store, and so um, I read this to my kids, and they really connected with it. Okay. Um, so and they they deal with it with my uncle because um, they were really close to him, and they're around him a lot, so they don't really understand. And for whatever reason, my uncle connects to my three year old as well. Like he will let my three year old walk him wherever he need to go. And so I kind of try to explain to them, like, you're helping him.
0: Yes, um, yes. Because I think they go back to their younger years. Mm-hmm. I know with um, my grandmother, she actually connected with my, my son at the time was the youngest. He was, you know, five, six, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she connected with him more than anyone else. So mm-hmm. there were times when... We actually, you know, he had a bunk bed in his room and we actually caught my grandmother trying to <laughs> climb up the ladder to the top bunk. And it was like, what are you doing? Yeah. And she literally looked at us like, what's the problem? I'm going yeah. up. You know, he said, come mm-hmm. up. Daga. So I said, I'm <laughs> on my way. Um, so and that's one reason, too, why it it can be exhausting for somebody who's mm-hmm. watching because you literally have to watch them um, yeah. they try to leave the house um Mm -hmm. that my grandmother often said she was ready to go home um Mm -hmm. but I think that the connection because they kind of go back to childlike right my son was so young and he would kind of laugh and say gaga you're already home um Mm -hmm. and she would chuckle at him but now if one of us said it then she she would right she would be angry like don't Mm -hmm. talk to me like that Mm -hmm. or I know but she didn't feel that defensive with him Mm -hmm. um so, and, 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 I mean, there are some great moments you can capture even when mm-hmm. they're in this moment. Right. So what I did, what I liked about, um, what you were doing was acknowledging the caregiver, of course, mm-hmm. but I also like to tell people too, that th- there's some great memories that I have of my mm-hmm. grandmother through this whole right. Alzheimer's moment. We had actually, there were quite a few funny times, mm-hmm. um, because she was so, she almost ha- gained a, um. A personality, this charisma about mm-hmm. the sassiness became not always cute, but mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of times it was like she is hilarious. So, oh, yeah,
1: definitely. And my grandmother, um, we picked her up one time for one weekend and we took her to our church, which she was unfamiliar with, and it was a baby crying, and she was, I could just her just getting upset and she was getting ready to go and grab the mother, like grab her. And I was like, you better not. And she just sat back, like, all right, but she I'm like you cannot get on these people about their kids. And that so we like, all right, this isn't working. She's like, this music is too loud. What are they doing? She's just like, well. so we like, all right, this isn't working out. Let's take her to her church. But when she got to her church, she just was like singing the hymns. Like, I'm like, but she was just saying our music was too loud, but <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like her pastor came down after service and she was just like cursing like like not even in a bad way but just like cursing and talking to him like I'm like we're in church and he's right. like okay. <laughs> So they just yeah. do what they want to do unapologetically but it's just like they, they are still they babies that's what i yeah. look like they babies
0: yeah they really do go back to that that mm-hmm. childlike um behavior and just the mentality of what is the big deal what are you worried right. about it's all good um mm-hmm. but sometimes that can be kind of um we had nice conversations because of that because it was mm-hmm. kind of like you didn't have all of that extra past stuff she was just just talking to you and saying, of course, I, you know, and I love that sometimes when she would pretend like you could walk, listen to her on the phone and you knew that she had not a clue who she was talking to, but she was so smart that she would be, of course, I know who you are, but they they didn't realize that she was feeding them information that they were feeding her information to give her enough to say, of course, I remember that. Um, as long as she didn't have to tell you first, she could get away with it. Um, right. So um, I really love what you are doing with your, your business. Precious Love is just a wonderful thing. So what we're going to do is we're going to take you. a commercial break and then we're going to come back because what we do is shift into this other area of the show where we talk about a topic um, where people are lunching. OK, where they <laughs> tripping. Um, I know okay. me and you are in a different generation, but sometimes people mm-hmm. get tripping about right. some stuff. We're going to talk about some when we come back. So we will be okay. right back after this commercial. Okay. <laughs> welcome back to Lunching with lisa and this is the moment where we've been actually sharing out there on social media how you can uh drop us a line and give us a subject so we have this wonderful lunch box um where we ask you to put send us through email all of the topics that you think people are lunching about and believe me this should be full okay because people out there lunching about a whole bunch of stuff. So y'all should be sending these topics in. Um, but what I wanted to do today, so what we do is, let me just let you know, for the Lunchbox, we drop your topics into our Lunchbox. And when we have a guest come on the show, we pull something out of the Lunchbox and we put the guests on the spot and talk about it. Um, and it can be anything, relationship, kids, Whatever, but I thought tonight what we would do, and I still want to encourage you all to send your emails and send us those topics. We're getting some topics coming into the lunchbox, and we have a little fun with it. But, Sabrina, I wanted to talk to you about give me an idea of what you think folks are are, are lunching about these days because I know you are a mom, you are a wife, you're a young mom, and a wife, you got three boys. So I'm thinking you probably got a few topics over there that you would be like, why is it? <laughs> what you got? I don't know, it's so many. <laughs> I, well, um, let's let's talk about. So, okay, so I got one for you. So, do you mm-hmm. think? And I guess you don't. You have all boys. Okay. But I have I have a boy and a girl, and anybody who's watching can kind of tune in, comment in the conversation. So, what do you think? Is it easier to raise boys or girls? And I know you don't have a girl, but you were a girl. So are you are a hard girl You're a woman now, but what what do you think? It's I've heard that well, I've heard both sides. So what do you think?
1: Um at first, well my, my sister has two girls and then I have the boys. So I think I, I think it's a tie. Because my sons are starting to like want me to knock them in their mouth too. I thought like, oh no, it's gonna be easier with like boys, but like my oldest son, like the way he snap and get, and I'm like, I will knock you out, really. And and then boys like stink like so I don't know. I don't know. Like I sometimes I wanna have a girl, but then like I have my goddaughter like often and she's two. And like sometimes I'll catch her like rolling her eyes at me and I'm like, girl, I <laughs> like and so I'm like, okay, well, it didn't start that early with the boys. She's right. literally two, and sometimes I'm not doing anything to her. And I just catch her and she'll be like, no. <laughs> But then I tell my husband, like, cause you know he just like love her to death. I'm like, look at her, and then she won't do it. So I'm <laughs> like, oh, you're gonna be a handful when you get old. But my boys, I just feel like they stink. Like they always have something to say. Like I'm always in Bath and Body Works trying to find something <laughs> for the smell. But like, <laughs> so well, I don't I,
0: look. I do. I do feel that boys, I'm laughing when you say stink because this is like boys and girls are different in that area. Now, I do think that um, girls, I I will, now I will go on the side of saying that I think girls are more difficult than boys. Um, Mm -hmm. And being that I was a girl growing up and, you know, I have a daughter who's my oldest, I think we went through more with her because Mm -hmm. of the emotional Mm -hmm. part of being a young lady um, mm-hmm. And then a young lady with a young, you know, a mom and a right. daughter, that can be a wonderful thing. But yes. there are challenges with that. So
1: you have to get to that point.
0: You have. Yeah, it, would take, <laughs> it takes a lot. But I will say with my son, I think that the issues are different. Like there's mm-hmm. some challenging moments. I can tell even as you know, grown, right. they kind of like they don't have. a he, he doesn't have he's never had a lot to say. But it's almost like even when he doesn't have a lot to say, I'm feeling like that you're talking to me like smart. Like sometimes when he's not saying anything, I can still feel.
1: Yeah, you know, like,
0: yeah, whatever, you know. But now the girl. I feel like she she going to be running her mouth. So, okay. yeah, Me mean, you got a problem, but he won't say anything. But you still feel the mm-hmm. same way. But I will go on the side of girls being a little more difficult. I'm kind of curious with people tuning in. Um, and if y'all are tuned in, tell me what y'all think about girls versus boys. Um, and Sabrina, my hat goes off to you because you got three. Mm-hmm. So oh, man! <laughs> yeah. Like, and wait a minute. So your oldest is, is how old?
1: He's twelve.
0: And your youngest is how old? Three. You got your hands full. I'm telling yeah. you. You deserve every break that you <laughs> you get and more, because that's I'm a handful. Telling
1: I'm telling you. So uh, I mean, their,
0: their attitudes are
1: off the hook. My middle son, he his attitude is not as but the oldest one i don't know if it's puberty i don't know what it is but and then he just keep on telling me like i'm taller than you and i just keep having to let him know i'll still knock him right. out
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was well, he probably is in puberty you know when they get to the double digits yeah. they start smelling themselves um now i wanted to throw this out there to everybody and some people even if you, you all see this on the replay might not might not realize this, or maybe your eyes are playing tricks on you, but let me tell you how I met Sabrina. Um <laughs> I have known Sabrina since Sabrina was, how old were you?
1: Really young. Yeah, probably. she was in um, it was definitely elementary. I'm seven, so seven eight. years yeah. old, eight years,
0: mm-hmm. it was very young. So I have actually known Sabrina since she was seven or eight years old, and Anybody knows when you, you know, go to work and you bring your children to work sometimes and her um, aunt. Right. Yeah. Work with me. And she would bring Sabrina and I would bring my daughter, Ashley. And um, or sometimes she might bring Sabrina and Ashley wasn't with me. But Sabrina and I kind of connect. I love I love kids. So she would come over and draw something. Or, you know, whatever. And we just had a good time. We would go get breakfast together. And <laughs> Sabrina is always, she's smart. She's smart as a whip. But one thing she did not tolerate <laughs> was, if you all don't notice, I know I have noticed um, from a young age that people thought that Sabrina was my daughter. Um, and that we looked a lot alike. And I actually agree with that. It was almost yeah. spooky. That, you know, this little girl that I didn't know (laughs) looked like she could be mine. So when we would walk around the building and go to breakfast, people would always say, oh, hi, Ashley. And (laughs) Sabrina would say, my name is not Ashley. Okay, (laughs) like, like, don't get it twisted. My name is Sabrina. I have a name. And I thought it was the funniest thing because anytime somebody would say, oh, is this Ashley? No, I'm not Ashley. But the first time honest. I came
1: to your house, my husband was like, "No, y'all really look alike." Like, he was <laughs> like, 'cause you know, I'm like, yeah. People were saying we look alike. He was like, "No, it's weird." Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you're right. I actually, when I told my husband and he saw a picture of you, he was like. Yeah, I guess she kind of does look like you. I said, I even telling my daughter, it was kind of like, mm-hmm. actually, you know, she, she does. She looks like she could go right into the family. <laughs> and it's amazing that all these years later, you're a mom, yeah. you're a wife. Um, so it actually is a blessing to be able to see you doing so many wonderful things. I, I could Thank see you in, in the space that you're in, I could see it a long time ago. You had the personality. Um, you weren't afraid to to stand up and say, I mean, and I knew it when I said, when she told them people, grown people, my name is not Ashley. (laughs) I said, oh yeah, she's going to be all right. She's going to be all right. She said, what you're not going to do is call me somebody that I'm not. Um, but I'm glad that we reconnected. I'm so happy for all the things that you are doing. Um, you are making a difference. Um, and, and to me, your age to have the, um, just the will and the vision to want to do this for other people, um, just based on your experience, I think is is truly powerful. Um, so what I want to do right now is I want to share. Um, this is kind of the moment in the show where we highlight a product of the week on um, Luncheon with Lisa. So since we have Precious Love, the brand in the house, I thought that I would share with you all that I actually purchased the um a sweatshirt, a to hoodie, um, probably mm-hmm. last year. Um, but I love my hoodie. It's an awesome hoodie. So let me show you what the hoodie is. So I have my hoodie right here. Um, let me see if I can put it in here so you can see it.
1: Yes, that's cute.
0: Love, love, love. <laughs> and I love, let me tell you, give you a little bit of feature of it. So she has on the sleeve, which this is my one of my favorite parts. So on the sleeve, she has the writing. Um, it says, what does this say?
1: The mind, the is, mind
0: precious. is precious. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna share a little bit of features. Sabrina probably like they oh, <laughs> coming in. <huh>? <laughs> but
1: <laughs> go ahead. In.
0: And then the uh, <laughs> the hand it has the um the finger thing on <laughs> there, so you can stick your finger through and it's on your. Head. I love those on sweatshirts. So <laughs> you all need to check her out. Um, the, she has these hoodies. She has t-shirts, like she said, she has hats. All kinds of wonderful things. Look, I was gonna say if your son was rocking his gear, I would say, Um, bring him to the camera so we can see what he's <laughs> rocking.
1: <laughs> no, kid,
0: no, you don't have it, but she has some wonderful things. You all need to go to her website. Um, Sabrina, tell them what your website is so they can go and check out what's going on.
1: Our website is precious love. Dot org.
0: Absolutely. So y'all need to check it out. Please let us know if you're having some, um, I would love to even connect with you and I'm not sure if we talked about this before, maybe doing a walk. I do yeah. see walks here and there. Um, but let me see, we got some comments. So, um, Oh, Tina responded saying girls are good until they start having their period. <laughs> I'm a mother of one young man. When he went to college, he gave me hell. Boys can start being a handful when they start transitioning into teenage and feeling their man. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do think that girls give you um, a handful in the beginning and boys kind of bring up the rear. Um, Mm -hmm. So you get it on one end or the other. Um, but, um, yes, this has been wonderful. You all really need to check out Sabrina's, um, website. Tell them, um, as well, where they can find you on social media, what your social media handles are so they can connect with you.
1: For the, um, the disease for Alzheimer's disease and awareness, they can go to precious love on Facebook and precious love the brand on Instagram and Facebook for the clothing line.
0: Okay. Okay. So what we're going to do is take a quick commercial break and we're going to show the trailer one more time for the movie. So you all can get out there on October 1st and then we're going to come back and I want to make sure they have all your contact information again. And then we want to kind of give people an encouraging word um, to get them through the weekend um, and have them on their way. And I'll try to give you a shout out on what we're going to have um, going on for the month of October with Lunch and with Lisa. So we will be right back. Testing, testing, one, two, three. In the place to be. Hit it! Old oh, man, who you calling old man? You guys don't even know. You're talking to a legend here. And y'all trying to get the crew back together after all this time? To battle some disrespectful youngin'? Man, who cares about that? Eric, why don't you mind your own business? This ain't got nothing to do with you. Stop what you're doing, cause you're about to ruin the image and the style that I'm used to. Man, you a loser. Wait a minute. When I first talked to him about his dream mm-hmm. and escaping, I was not referring to him battling a no bunch of kids. Oh, yeah. It's oh, on now. Put your left hand up, put your left leg up. Yeah. Put your right hand up. Old School Rollers, coming Saturday, August 28th at 12 noon and 3 p.m. at Washington, D.C.'s The Arc. Tickets now on sale at eventbrite.com. Okay, I expect y'all to come on out there um, tomorrow evening um and meet some of the cast. I'll be out there um and check out the film. The movie is awesome. It's wonderful. If you're from the DMV, um you're going to see a lot of things that's from around, you know, Maryland, Virginia, DC area. Um so come on out there and have a good time. So, I wanted to Sabrina to remind us again where they can find you on social media and your website and then we want to share an encouraging word um for people um dealing with this that can help them, you know, to to maybe make it a little bit easier for them. So where can they find you again?
1: Um, Precious Love on Facebook and Precious Love the brand on Instagram and Facebook.
0: Okay. And we did put up her website where you can go and check out her clothing line, get them hoodies because it's starting to be chilly outside. Mm-hmm. So go on and, and, and get your hoodies. And Sabrina, we'll have to talk about maybe doing you know, sponsoring a walk and get people out there. I think you're on the right track with getting people to be more aware. So do you have any, I'll, I'll share that. I have words of encouragement. I said this last week, again, I like to tell people to keep going because somebody out there is waiting. Um, you are someone's confirmation that it can be done. Um, yeah. Sabrina, you are confirmation that you can do all kinds of things, be a mom, be a wife and take care of business and give back to others. So give us an encouraging word.
1: Um, I would say the same thing keep going, you got to keep going. And I, I posted earlier this week, even in your body, if you are reading this, then
0: you're winning. Absolutely, keep absolutely. Going. So, you all can tune in every Thursday. Um 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I wanted to remind you that DSM Media actually helps to co-produce a couple of other shows. So we actually have a lineup on Wednesdays. You can catch um Michelle Bolden Hammond, who is the host of Upfront Mind Body Soul. On Thursdays, it's luncheon with Lisa, 7 mm-hmm. to 8. Um, Michelle's show is 7 to 8 as well. And then on Fridays, we have Tamika Joy, the Stars. Um the Stars with Tamika Joy show that comes on Friday, seven to eight. Um, and if you tune in every third, I believe, and Tamika can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's the third Friday, she actually let the kids um, run the show. So the kids are running the show, they're hosting, um, they're interviewed, they are the guests. Um, it is just the most adorable thing. So you all need to tune in, check out our lineup from Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We help get you to the weekend. Um, so thank you again. Tune in next Thursday, next Thursday. We're going to have DJ Randy come join us and tell us about a project that he's working on. We're excited about it. I think he's, um, making his run through putting the word out. So luncheon with Lisa is part of that lineup. So please join us on October. I believe it's October 7th. Um, and meet DJ Randy and see what he has going on. And we also have some other wonderful guests that will be with us in the month of October. And remember on the 21st, we are doing the book launch. Um, Dr. Tashika and the collaborators of the book are coming through and we're gonna have a book launch and have a wonderful time. So I look forward to seeing you next Thursday. Have a wonderful evening.